Welcome to your bonus episode. This is the Infinite Dance, and this is episode number nine. We're delving into the dark night of the soul, which is more the dark night of the ego. And this bonus is um, exercises to help you with the shadow work that you're going to get into while you embark on this time and again peeling back those layers of why the pattern is happening or why you have the anxiety around a certain situation or a certain person or maybe the conversation always escalates to a place that you don't find comfortable okay so that's that's what these exercises are going to assist with so you're going to be your own investigator here for your own self to see where all this is coming from and how you can then begin to release it, transmute it, and integrate it so that it doesn't um, make you feel a, a panicky or spiraling away <laughs> right when we get in those spaces so first off um get a notebook and a pen set yourself a tone here when you sit down to do this work it's really think of it as a ritual you're giving yourself this space and time to look into these things um so you know make it pleasant um, maybe light a candle if you enjoy incense, um, light some incense. Maybe there's a certain kind of essential oil. You can put that in a diffuser or even put it on um, your wrist or behind your ears so you can smell it while you're doing all of this. Um, I like to use a lot of woodsy scents when I do... Um, work especially around past stuff um, involving family um, so anything like white fur or um, a cedar a cedar wood is really nice um, kind of get you in that give you a little bit of extra support i feel like kind of while you're unearthing um, what you've known as to be a, your base right because we're really we're really kind of getting into what is actually making sense now for me moving forward. So once you have all of your things in place, I'm going to go over some breathing exercises. And these breathing exercises are really going to get you into how certain ways you make sound or the breath speed makes you feel and that's really important because all of these things that we're going to delve into is pretty much how it's made you feel and how it's made you feel over and over and over again so when we can stop and see with the breath how things make us feel and how it affects our nervous system then we could start to move forward with having an awareness 
of, of it. And that's really the first step is having an awareness and being okay with giving it some space to kind of come to surface. So first off, we're going to do three, we'll do a session or a series, excuse me, of three. So three of each of these. So the first one, I just want you to um, go ahead and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and start to really just hear the sound of your breath, that continuous rhythm. I like to think of being brought to the ocean and the sound of the waves, my breath when I breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth in a consistent rhythm, I liken it to the ebbing and flowing of waves at the beach. Take one more round of the in through the nose and out through the mouth. And on this next one, we're gonna go ahead and inhale. And on your exhale, I want you to exhale out through your mouth and make a little noise, so sigh it out. So inhale in through the nose and ah, sigh it out. And go ahead and deep breath in and exhale, sigh it out. Ah. One more time. Again, whatever your comfort level is, breathe in through the nose, sigh it out through the mouth. Ah. When I do the sighing one, I really kind of Sometimes let it just keep going. It's kind of nice to feel a longer exhale and then allow yourself to do that. So I want you to go ahead and either right now as we're doing this um, exercise, write down how that made you feel, the sign. What did you see? Was there a certain color? Is there a word that comes up? Go ahead and just jot that down or make note of it, whatever is most comfortable for you. If you like to write, write. If you want to just take note, excellent. All right, so then this next round of breathing we're going to get into, it's called lion's breath. So um, if you've done meditations with me or other exercises, I have talked about this one before. So we're going to breathe in through the nose and you're going to breathe out through the mouth and you're going to open your mouth as wide as you can, stick your tongue out and, and kind of just like let that noise come out. Like, like you're breathing, like roaring out. Okay. Um, so go ahead and take a breath in through your nose. And lion's breath out, face is animated, mouth is open wide, tongue is stuck out. Ah. And again, deep breath in and exhale, lion's breath. One more time, breathe in, 
and open that mouth wide, tongue out, exhale. Notice how you feel here. How does your face feel? Do you feel calm? Do you feel energized? Did it feel like you released something you were able to release in that breathing? All right, the final round of breathing. So we're going to go ahead and move our shoulders up with this one. So we're going to take our shoulders and bring them up towards our ears. So bring them up, 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 up as far as you can. And now breathe in while you bring your shoulders up. And when you exhale, I want you to, as you bring the shoulders down, you're going to exhale. It's going to be at the same time. And you're going to let it out quick. Ha! Okay, so it's a kind of a sharp exhale. So go ahead and breathe in. Bring those shoulders up towards your ears. Hold those shoulders up and exhale. Ha! Bring the shoulders down. Let's do that again. Shoulders up towards the ears. Breathe in. And ha! Notice how this makes you feel it's different than the other breathing. It's the same. It sparks a memory of some kind. So I brought you through these series of breathing exercises to start to get into and notice. So we're stepping back. Okay, when I say, how does it make you feel? When we can get into an emotional connection with a situation or a breathing technique, then we can start to go, well, what does that remind me of? And a lot of times you'll get a picture um, in your head of somebody or you'll get brought back to a conversation that you had or a situation that you observed. And so that's your subconscious making that connection of, okay, this is, this is same. This is same thing here. And let's see how we can start to then peel it back. Okay. And, and not react with it anymore if it's something that's not serving to our highest benefit. Okay. Um, if you, for instance, say you find yourself in a situation where you react the same way to somebody in your family and you're like, okay, this needs to stop. Why do I keep reacting like this? It's not serving anybody, you or the other person or the situation. So how can we start to reverse that from happening time and time again? It had its purpose. It had its day maybe at one point, but now not so much. You just need to say, Hey, who's bringing the potato salad or whatever it is. Right. And having this reaction is getting in the way of the fun. <laughs> so let's get that reaction to be one that 
will be more conducive to to enjoying each other, right? So that leads me into writing down three places, situations, encounters, maybe a message you received from somebody, something that made you feel uncomfortable. Okay, it wasn't something you liked. So these are things that might scare you, Um, preferably places or encounters that that have happened. Okay, so have things that have actually happened to you um, and start to get into where were you at in in that scenario? What action, reaction did you take? Um, Did you freeze? You know, sometimes somebody does something and it's not something you'd expect and it's maybe not kind or it's really strange and you're so thrown off, you kind of just freeze, right? Or maybe you just said, forget you, hightailed it out of there, you know, or maybe you got in an argument um, with the person. So when we do this, when we, when we look back at a situation and go, cause a lot of times, you know, if somebody does something mean or unkind, the ego comes in, right. And it's like, oh, that just hurts. And you just get stuck in that hurt. And why did this person do this? Why did this person be so mean? You know, so I'm going to use a scenario. So we'll go back to the actual episode um, nine. And I was talking about my camping trip and how I started to just flood uh, the writing, the releasing. And I was just crying. And it was just, I mean, it was like uh, the pages and pages and upon pages um, that I was writing. And the instance that came up for me was it it was kind of backwards. So I'm kind of the way I process this was a little bit different than I'm presenting it to you. So for me, it was, and I'm going to talk about my soulmate because this is where a lot of my last dark night of the soul came from. So I admitted to myself, my soul, my higher being said, I have love for this person. And I was so confused because I was like, how can I have love for this person that ghosted me, that tried to run me over with a golf cart, that tried to pick up on a friend of mine on social media. And I caught him and my friend caught him. Um, and it was very uncomfortable. And, you know, these are all things that you think, all right, later skater, you know, you go do you, I'm going to go do me. And, you know, this is, this is how life goes. Well, when there's soul business that still needs to happen, it's, it's around still. And it was really hard to go, okay, I'm going to give some space to this, even though I really want a ton of distance, right? 
But when I had admitted to myself on this camping trip by this lake that my soul loves his soul, despite all of that, that's when the tears came. That's when the, oh my God, how, how can this be? Right? But there was this genuine love and it was past life love. Okay. I mean, it was, it was love that I was pulling up from my past memories. So even though it's not translating like you would think in this lifetime, right? I can still have love without wanting this person in my life. I can still, you know, and it was a deep love. It's not just like, okay, I love you and I wish you well, you know, it was, it was, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) There is this deep love that I can't even explain. And so that was really hard to come to. You know, a lot of times there's some kind of communication with a soulmate. And I was doing this all on my own and with communication with the higher realm only. And so that was really tough. So that was a situation that, you know, the scariness came, right? The image or the feeling of knowing that I had deep love for this human soul. And, you know, despite this terrible behavior and this, this human that got presented to me, you know, his soul in human form and his, his behavior, his behavior was something that I didn't like at all. You know, I would not, um, ever want to interact with that or want anybody else to interact with that. So that's just an example that it's, it's something that comes up And um, when we look into it and we start to admit to ourselves, oh, yeah, I do kind of feel this. And it it feels hard, though. It still feels hard. But then you start to process, you know, but I'm coming from love. And what else could we want? What else could we want in all of our interactions than to come from heart space? And then I could start to make clear decisions about how I'm going to interact with his soul because when you have a deep soul connection with somebody, even if you're not in their physical presence or their physical life, you will still have soul interactions. Okay. So then it'll start to make that clearer. Again, this is not easy. (laughs) This is hard. This is very hard. Um, So, and this isn't just a one and done kind of thing, right? This is, it continues. You might have like a bigger thing. It might not always be a, oh my God, I'm going to like, you know, burst out crying and be in bed for three days. But y'all continue to have little bits of, okay, I need to process this. Now I'm going to take some time, you know, and give yourself that time. I mean, that is really you saying, hey, whatever comes is okay. And it's okay to delve into this. And you're going to have to really, as you start to process these things in a way to manage them, okay, because you're going to need to manage them. Um, I really, really, um, and I'll continue to talk about this. I'll probably do a whole episode on this, but I've heard a lot of 
coaches and, 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 and the like, um, say things like, Oh, you've just got to stop that thought process and that thought form. And you'll be okay. Like you don't need medication. You don't need, you know, to use CBD or, um, you know, anything else, you know, some other herb, you know, that would calm you or get you in a state of relaxation. And, Listen, it's it kind of takes everything. Yes, you have to stop the thought forms, but it's gotten stuck at a cellular level. What does that mean? It's in our bloodstream, right? It's taken root. It's taken root inside your physical being. So now, how are we going to transmute that? Remember, our body is dense. So yeah, the thought, the spiritual, the energetic, can start to release quick, start to go. But how it's taken form in your physical body, that's going to take some time. That's going to take some time if it's coming in from past life or even, you know, present life. But, you know, when you're a child, it's still going to take time to release from your cells. So give, if you like taking a CBD, if you like taking uh, essential oils, if you like um, taking herbal remedies uh, of some kind, um, you know, don't ever let somebody who's in a quote unquote coaching position bully you into thinking that there's just this one way and it all happens instantaneously because it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. It takes time. All these techniques of breathing, um, I'll get into some other things that will help, are going to assist in managing when you're going through these hard emotions, when you're facing these hard things that you really didn't want to admit to yourself. Okay. Hey, I'm jealous of so-and-so or, Hey, I'm really actually mad that you chose that path or you, you did that to me. I'm really mad that you did that. Right. Um, so if, if you weren't able to have closure, then you're going to have to process that somehow um, with you. Cause you're always with you. Um, you know, this is just a part of your journey, right? It's all a part of your journey. So how are you playing with yourself on your journey? So some ways to manage while you're going through dark night of the ego, um, ego death, um, move your body. Again, these are getting stuck at a cellular level, whatever you like to do. If you like to go for a walks in nature, if you like to go for a walk, um, in, in the city. If you like to, um, go for a swim, go for a run, do yoga, dance party, dance party in your kitchen, um, kicking a soccer ball, you know, anything moving the body, you're going to help move it along. Okay. And help it release. So that goes hand in hand with the work you're doing spiritually and with your soul with releasing through the body Another way is to get creative. So it does not matter what you do. If you organize your jewelry box, if you like to paint, um, maybe you like to sing, um, you know, again, choreograph a dance move or um, you like to do jewelry or maybe even reorganizing your house. I mean, there's so many ways to get creative and use that part of your soul and let it flourish basically let it shine uh listening to music on the hertz scale h-e-r-t-z 
when you listen to music on the Hertz scale on headphones, it gets into your bloodstream. And so what do we know about when things get in the bloodstream? They change things on a cellular level. Okay, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for cellular change. Um, I am going to post um, in the notes some references to Hertz scale music that I really enjoy. Um, one of my good friends, um, Anjali Arnold, is a sound specialist, and she coined Neurosound. Quintessence Studio, studios.com, and I will post that in the notes. And then also there's some on uh, YouTube. I really like a certain guy. There's two, Love Motives and Jason Stevenson are two really nice ones that I've enjoyed a lot. Again, on headphones, very important on headphones. And, you know, when you're going for big healing, try to get above the 500, 500, um, hurts. Resting is always good. You can never go wrong with rest. Middle of the day, go to bed early, maybe sleep in a little bit later. Give yourself rest. Um, I, a lot of times we'll take uh, my coffee in the bath. Instead of taking a shower that day, I'll just, you know what, I'm going to get in the bath for half of an hour, um, meditate, or maybe just be. It feels really good. I feel a little more restful doing that. Uh, phone a friend, have a friend nearby, have a, you know, a bestie or somebody you could call when you are just like, I need somebody on the other end. I just need you to be on the other end. Let me know how your day is going. Uh, tell me a story, um, hold space, whatever it is. So those are some ways to help manage when you're doing your shadow work. Um, and you're going to those places that scare you and, you're going to feel lonely. It feels like you're the only one in the whole gosh darn world going through this because it's just so new. It's just such newness that's coming in. So you're just incorporating that. Okay. And it's, and it's all right. It's all right to feel that you're the only one that's going through it. Um, again, allow yourself that space too. So, I hope you get a lot from this exercise for shadow work. Again, it continues. Um, I will post links to all the things in the notes. And if you do decide you need a little more assistance or you'd like some energy healing, I do private sessions, ancientbodyworks.co. And I do those over Zoom. If we are not in a physical area to be near each other. And remember when you do this healing work with yourself, you are assisting to heal all those around you, um, whether you are in each other's lives or not, or whether they are passed on or not. Um, the healing transcends. And just know you're doing amazing work wherever you are. You're doing amazing. And I hope you tell yourself that. And I hope you continue to ask yourselves and others, may I have this dance?